want to know what a zero wrote in his family's receipts. There's no fucking money. You're supposed to be earners. That's why you got the top tier positions. So each one of you go out to your people on the street, crack some fucking heads, create some fucking earners out there. Yes, welcome back for our uh, listeners that are familiar. This is Good Earners Reviewing the Sopranos. For those that are new, welcome to the show. Here at Good Earners, we like to talk about family, finessing, finances, and feelings in the world of Tony Soprano, bringing you a new perspective, a fly perspective, and most importantly, the black perspective. What's up with you, Spike? What's going on, brother, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. We we coming. We we are getting close right now, bro. We're getting real it's close getting to close the finale, y'all. Absolutely, yeah. man. Well, yeah, we got two more episodes. Yeah, yeah. Or is it three? Right. No, yeah, you're right. Two, or three, two, two or three, you're right. Absolutely. Yep. Right, What's the man. synopsis In of this episode? The synopsis of this episode. This episode is titled "Nobody Knows Anything." And throughout this episode. Well, first, we start with the guys in a whorehouse having the time of their lives. And we come to figure out that mm-hmm. Officer McKazian offers some interesting information about Big Pussy. Tony cannot believe this. So we spend the majority of the episode trying to get to the bottom of the information that was shared with Tony. And also, Junior makes a final decision based off some information that lydia has given him major setup episode let's get into good earners nobody knows anything yes sir all right mo as i go ahead no just hey man i'm ready this this episode should be your bag i'm interested to see what your ranking is at the oh wow okay we'll see what you get to at the end of this why you think that I want to know. Uh, well, last week we talked about a hit is a hit, and yeah. you, 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 you were you dissing it, but you did mm-hmm. make a valid point. And say I can see why it's in the bottom five. You know what I'm saying? And and you've talked about certain mundaneness that Sopranos in the season has had. So coming into this one, um, I thought that it really wasn't to me. It wasn't a lot of fat. It it was it, mm. everything felt like forward motion. And maybe, really? yeah, maybe I, maybe I sway, maybe I can sway. Interesting. Maybe I can sway. I remember when I first watched this episode, thinking, especially off the one coming before this one. I remember at this point, I like, is this this show really for me? Wow. Like this was, yeah, this was an episode because I really didn't get the them trying to figure out if big pussy was snitching or not i feel like it could have been more obvious than they were making it looking back on it knowing the longevity of the sopranos now and having it the being able to see it in my rear view i like it more but i do remember first time coming through watching this i was like man this show like they kind of dropping the ball right Mm. now at this point because this really didn't move me a lot like there wasn't a lot of like I, i felt like at this stage in the season, I should be able to know if Tony knew if Pussy was snitching or not. And we'll talk about that throughout the episode. Okay. okay. But it's just, he was too confused for me. And I remember being like, eh, is this Who, Tony, Tony was too confused? I thought it was. Yeah. 
Okay, I, absolutely. I, I, I got some. T- I can't wait till we get to the point. I, I'll break it down. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead, cook. Man. All right, let's get to it. Scene one: Paulie and the guys are enjoying some ladies' company. Are uh, they in the what do they call it? What do they a call parlor, it? Parlor, maybe. Uh, no, they called it something else in there. Uh, when they got busted in the news, but yeah, a parlor, she, horror house, parlor, yeah, whatever. She, she's a madam, so I she's mean, she's a madam. Um, <laughs> I don't guys know in there having a good time, mm-hmm. and pussy's back goes out. Mm-hmm. Cop comes out, McKenzie, and he notices something. Mm-hmm. Did you take anything away from this, Morris? Man, um, it's. I did take a few things. I thought it was interesting how they were moving so fluidly with a dirty cop, McKazian. I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of weird, but I guess I'm imagining looking at McKazian put them on. That's that's the idea I'm thinking. McKazian put them on to yo. This is the parlor. This is the spot where it goes down. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> now it's funny because <laughs> Big P, he has these back problems, but they think it's a heart attack. And then Damn. we'll get. We'll get a bigger reveal later on about these back problems, which I think is um, such an interesting uh, thought process. But uh, what I will say with this scene is I think this is our very first in the Sopranos uh, time jump that we get four days later um, going, when we get to the next scene. So that's pretty much what I took from it. But because at first I thought they were continuing from a hit as a hit when they had got the bag and they was in the. You know, they had they had their gumars or whatever, but I realized like, oh, this is something different. And uh even Tony, like he has Irina, but he's like, nah, that she ain't even enough. Like, that's wild. Yeah. Like if she's a well, young this is a whorehouse, this is just a night out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. This is like random. You don't bring you don't bring, I guess you don't bring your normal to the random when it's new. You know what they say. What? The only thing better than pussy is new pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the age old saying. It's so, <laughs> thanks for giving so us that info for yeah, us for us what, that are that's young what, folk we we yeah <laughs> yeah that's what tony was on that night so he was on he's like all right yeah some new cat in the building so Man, that's crazy anything else you type from now uh there's something i'll reveal but it'll be later on that i thought was a really interesting thing but that's all yeah okay as you mentioned fast forward four days later pussy's in the card game it gets busted Guy finds pussy. Pussy tries to make a run for it hysterically. Mm-hmm. Slow as a getaway ever. Uh, <laughs> Big Jimmy in there too. Yeah. Um, so they just, the guy tries to make them believe that it's a normal card game. Of course, they know it isn't. They find a shit ton of guns and they bust these guys, take them down. What'd you take from this? Did you think that this was tying into the McKenzie looking at him funny during the whorehouse bust? Brothel. Um, that's the name I was trying oh, to Oh, brothel. Yeah, brothel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I probably had to relook at this again as far as like how was this um how was the information revealed here because they figured this out. But I did want to ask is do you think the pool table is a good spot to hide guns? Because we know that a lot of we'll get to reveal later, but a lot of the capos were putting guns in green grove and they were moving their parents in there because that's like a you know kind of a hiding in in plain sight type of situation but here do you think that like and and do you do you even call cap on like the officer because the ball rolled a certain way or sounded a certain way oh the guns are in the pool table like 
is that realistic to you or like that's a trope that they use sometimes in detective films okay. like I, they did it in um ah fuck this story that came on hbo they do that all the time uh, you're right though yeah but with that being said how i took that was that there was another snitch somebody told the police that the guns are in the in the uh uh, table kind of going to playing to the troll that shit all of these motherfuckers is snitching to a point well we got some, <laughs> not we tony got some, not our yeah. main guys but even in this situation for them to run in on a card game and look in the pool table like somebody said something it ain't no lucky bus i didn't just know we was playing yeah, cards right and know the pool table had guns in it so yeah. what that made me understand was that they had somebody and then they used this to keep flipping people and they try to get as far as they can get up the ladder to Tony Jr. or whatever it may be. That's what and I it, took from this. And it was pretty light too, because it wasn't like an official card game like how uh yeah, it was like four people. Yeah, it was like th three down there. Like yeah. and, but like 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 Mikey Palmisi when he broke up the card game, he said, you know, Junior's not respecting old arrangements. This is not like that. This is like almost legit <laughs> We just shooting the, you know, what I mean, we shooting the craps, really. Like we not even yeah, on that just, for real. So it definitely we just happened to be shooting dice. Yeah, we just happened to be shooting dice. So I, I definitely agree with you. I think that confirms that okay, there has to be a snitch here because we ain't even really on that for real. Like it's only three of us. We quiet. It's in a we in a pool hall or or whatever this joint is. Yeah, I I I totally agree. But I thought, it, yeah, you're right. I thought it was funny that uh, Big P and uh, he. All of a sudden, becomes a track star. <laughs> but four days ago, his so back was wrong. Right, yeah. man, that was funny, bro. And it kind of made you, yeah. I didn't even realize that, but yeah, kind of makes you wonder. His back goes out four days later. So, yeah, and I think we'll we'll, we'll get to when Paulie uh, brings up some information. Um, Same thing probably happened at the whorehouse. Now that you think about it, he was starting to take his clothes off, had the wire on, and didn't want to take his clothes off. Ah, but he was already but he was he was already chest out so we're if if he is we're, we know how it is yeah, but for yeah, those that are first time listeners to try to not spoil anything if he isn't a snitch or i mean if he is a snitch where would he put the wire at that point because he's chest out true well fake why would he fake the back pain if he didn't have a wire on well see i don't think he's faking it because we'll get the you know what melfi said later it's psychological for real yeah, i definitely okay. think it's psychological. but okay so all right it's gonna be this is gonna be good bro it's okay. gonna be good all right next we got junior at the bing after the bust he's mm -hmm. there with the guys junior's eyes are fixated on the dancer on the stage <laughs> uh they talk about jimmy still being in jail they joke about pussy running away mm -hmm. pussy walks in junior is disgusted oh man this is that kind of old school, new school that we usually talk about here. Uh, not only did I can't remember what it was. What did he said something to Junior? Oh, he said a few things. You you talking about what Big P of, said or Junior said? Yeah. What did What did he say? Oh, he said we don't run. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, talking about that, and then <laughs> he was going to get his drink and just farted like three times, which disgusted Junior. If you take a look at his face, oh yeah, just a lack of respect. Yeah. What did there, you pick up from that scene? There's a there's a theme that's running here um, about this old school new school thing. That's a that's a that's a constant running thing throughout the Sopranos and even in this season one. You know, we even the pilot when you talk about you know Tony talking about how it was back in his father's day and he's doing even better than his father, but sometimes he wishes it was those times and 
But yeah, uh, Junior, he was all over his top. Like he was just like, man, we don't run. That's embarrassing. Then he was like, bro, he's like, he said they stole they stole four dimes. So I'm assuming that much cash on you. That's forty thousand dollars. I'm assuming that's no, ten thousand. I thought it was four thousand. Oh, you thought it was four thousand? Yeah. So a, a grand a piece. Walk around for the racks on. Okay. Ain't okay. nobody walking around for the. I mean, well, Leslie's a rapper. So well, well like, the only reason I was thinking that because I'm. I mean, in four thousand still a lot, even at ninety nine. But like, because he's pushing H. Yeah, four thousand is a lot. Okay, so forty thousand right. is unread. Like that's unreasonable. Like, have you, you ever? Have you ever heard somebody call a thousand dollars a dime? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then, all right. Well, then that confirms it for me because I never, I never heard that. I'm thinking 10, 10 bands, you know what I'm saying? But okay. All right. So, but he's like, ain't that $1,000 bills? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ten hundred dollars. Yeah, ten hundred dollars bills. You educating me because I didn't even, yeah, you're okay. That makes a little more sense now. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. So so he's he's they they stole four grand instead of forty thousand. So they stole yeah, four well, grand, and he's he's on his top again. It's like, bro, he's like, what are you doing carrying that much money around? Like this is what is it? White collar crime we talked about. It's like, what is you doing? Like Junior, Junior was not letting him off the hook, and we'll get a basically like man, shut your old ass up, nigga. He re- ain't even I'm, outside no more. <laughs> he kind of was like, but but you know what it was really. I think Big P was like, sure. I got to get out of here because he's going to be the one to figure it out. Nah. nah you don't think so? I don't think that he respects Junior to be that savvy. Though it may have been Why true, not? you may have, you may be right that he would have figured him out because Junior kind of sly like a fox. Maybe eventually if he continued down that road that he was on with him, like something ain't right here. But I don't think that uh, if Pussy feels like that he can fool Tony and wear a wire, I don't think that he fears Junior. Because I feel like that they think that Tony is the alpha smarts wise. Mm-hmm. So they're really skeptical of themselves trying to fool him with a wire. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Junior is a notch above him. He feel like if he if he's taking the commitment on that, I'm going to try to fool Tony Junior is the least of my worries. Hmm. I know I got him. That's how I see it. I don't think that he's ever worried about anybody but Tony as far as pulling this off. That's where his major, like, it ain't even the friend shit like Tony thinks it is. It ain't that. It's just me. Can I fool you? Like, I know your thought process from being a friend with you for so long. Am I able to fool you to save my ass? I feel like it's the thing that gave pussy the most anxiety, not being a rat. Hmm. I, I agree. I think no, Tony <clears throat> Tony is number one as far as like if I get over on him, everybody gonna follow suit. Yes. But I I do think that Junior, and we'll get some thoughts from Mikey Palmisi later in the episode, but I do think that Junior, he's just putting cause see, Junior, he's not we know he's not like the most um inf- influential. However, Junior is able to put two and two together really quick. We see that with Livia, and we're going to see that later in the episode and even previous episode. He's able to put two and two together really quick without him having to say much. So he's like, what are you doing carrying that much on you? How did you get away? You, I do think that it's like, all right, I can't even let those thoughts surface right now because if that those thoughts surface, maybe, just maybe, Tony will consider something of those thoughts. and then Because mm. Tony's the one I'm trying to fool. So that that's what I'm more so thinking with 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 junior 
Um, and I think like the fart was kind of like a distraction type of thing. Like, oh, we're going to change the mood. But they definitely was dogging him. Like, they was busting his balls. Like, he's out of breath just to take a leak. That's what Chris said. Uh, uh, they said he took a 10-yard dash. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. But yeah, it, it yeah, that was interesting. It, uh is that the only time we get Junior at the Bing? Very rarely, Junior's at Very the rare. Very rare. That's probably that's the only time I remember. He probably so need to do that because he just broke up with Bert Roberta, right? So he needs to he probably gotta figure out something. Need to get some steam off. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know we'll how old Junior is supposed to be right here. I need to look that up, but all right, from there, Tony meets with the cop at the shore and he tells him that but what we've been alluding to the whole episode is that pussy is wearing a wire tony is beside himself distraught mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. believe it tells him man you better give me the 302 and some hard evidence mm-hmm. when this was presented to you as a show watcher maurice did you think nah the cop is up to something or did you believe that pussy could be snitching Nah, it, it for on the first time round. I mean, probably like most people, you it's a, like an afterthought, Loki. It, it's really an afterthought, bro. You ain't even it's really, yeah, because because the big surprise that happens in season two, it's like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, when he bring and then McKaysey and his credibility, even though he's been on point the whole time, but his behavior has affected his credibility for us that are watching. So him being drunk or him getting out of pocket, beating up Randall, uh, Melfi's date or just doing too much. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or even Tony, just how he has such a disdain for this guy. Uh, his credibility didn't really work over on us for those that are first time watchers. However, once you've watched this more than once, uh, at this moment, this was a, a heavy seed. So, I thought it was huge. And I think everything you watch it now is like everything he was saying, he was saying, think about it. He's saying that's, that it can't be possible. He's like, bro, think about it. How can it be possible? He was missing during a heroin big bust. Even then, he he walked away from this, which was a recent gun bust. And these dudes had military guns in the pool table. You ain't that good. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I I thought that it was very interesting, but I thought another interesting thing. And I'm throwing it back in your court. Why why do you think Tony and I? Maybe I've asked this before, but why does Tony have such an issue with Macazian? Like he he just he's Tony has been more respectful to so many strangers throughout the series, but when it comes to Macazian, don't touch the girls or oh uh, I'm sorry, you know he just has such a like. Uh, weird like even when he was at Green Grove throwing something at him just being mad because he's peeing out in the why does he have such an issue with McKaysian? Uh he's a degenerate. You um, know, he gambles, he owe Tony money. Tony's thing, Tony likes professionals. He mm. likes people that he likes serious people. Dr. Mm. Melfi, later on Furio, mm-hmm. he took a liking to him for being like a straight like even with um his best friend, what is it, Ralphie? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? His best friend? What's his name? You talking about Artie? Artie. All right, what the fuck was I getting Ralphie from? That's later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Artie, even with Artie, Artie is so good at what he does. That's what Tony appreciates about mm-hmm. him, the cooking part. I think Tony appreciates people that are great at what they do. And this guy's a fucking degenerate. Mm. Like, he weighed 
fucking taking my money. You're supposed to be a cop. You like gamble. You're drunk. You fucking around with whores. <laughs> like, like what? you're degenerate, bro. Like you shouldn't even. Tony thinks of himself like you shouldn't even be in my. Like, why am I talking to you? Mm. I wouldn't able to manipulate you. Like I wouldn't even have a conversation with you. I mm. think that's the disdain about him because he's just not a professional. Tony mm. likes professional people. So how? You but see, how? You see it any differently from that? He no, I, Christopher. That's part of his frustration okay. with Christmas. Like, be more professional, motherfucker. Like, why are you doing drugs and mm. shit? Like, why are you treating your bitch like that, man? Or your woman like that, excuse me. Damn. Wow. But yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. You're Tony absolutely right. He professionalism, man. Like, Even Melfi. Like, yeah. you know, look at the degrees on the wall. The beast and, of what you do. Yeah, like, okay. Because even, you yeah. remember the the black dude, uh, when, they, when they had the riot, you know, they was having a riot at some shit. point. I, even uh, Gloria. When we get to glory, even Gloria, yeah. Like so she was it, cold at what she did. She's a top fucking top, sales. Yeah, party. top. Like, she's a good. Tony earner. likes good. Yeah, he likes like motherfuckers that are good at what they do. Take mm. they shit serious, professionals. Yeah, he appreciates that. Johnny Sack, like mm. them, them his people. Yeah. See, this is a great character trait and a, a great character breakdown early, and maybe at some point we'll do some of that as on this feed later, later. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that is definitely that, but I do think that I I think Tony is still a little bit out of pocket. But I go a little further when we get to a later scene. I do think he's a little bit out of pocket because it's like this guy's information has been on point. You know, what I mean, last last time we get McKay's in where he was spying on Melfi and found out, OK, this is what she does. She goes to the top tier restaurants. She goes places where she can't even pronounce the food. Uh, this is what's going on. This is her date. This is what she does. She has one child and she has a divorce. He, he's he been on point, though he's a degenerate gambler, though he is like a little bit of a drunkard. So maybe it's a manipulation Part of it too. It don't, come on, bro. It don't matter. It's my best friend you're talking about, buddy. No, 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 no. I already. I, no, I'm. I'm not like, discounting like, that. I'm, okay. Because I'm with you. That that's where I want to go. I want to go there. When you said the confusion part, I want to go there when we get a little bit further in the episode. But uh, the information that he revealed, talking about like, yeah, he was in Vegas. He was signing a deal. Uh, yeah, I don't care how many times you was right, bro. Like you could be have a flawless record when you're talking about my best friend. And again, what this show is about, it's about family. Mm -hmm. Like we've said that, like, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to believe that shit. Like mm -hmm. you're a degenerate. Like this is big pussy. Like you got to be mixed up. Everything you told me could have been right. You still got to be wrong about this because that's wow. my best friend. Yeah. But I, I, I could see that. Yeah, and I'm gonna go more into that when we get further down. But I will say, lastly, uh, really interesting that he says, "Who is Puss? A man that loves his family above all else. That's a perfect target, and it, which makes it very interesting. And we'll revisit this concept season six B. It makes it very interesting with Tony also being a family man." Uh, however, I thought it with that statement as well, it makes Corrado Jr. Soprano a threat, really. Unfortunately, he's old, and so he ain't really a threat, but like if he was in Tony's age in this era, he would be more of a threat because he doesn't have family. He doesn't have children, doesn't have a wife. So you, you're never going to get him to snitch. You're never going to get him to fold over. So I just thought that statement of a man that loves his family, yes, he's a perfect target. He got something to lose. Thought it was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. 
from there we go to the coming home party that Carmella has. <laughs> no, it's a party that she has every year. Uh, that they start talking about. Lydia calls, says that she's not coming. Tony takes this as an opportunity to run a test mm-hmm. by pussy. He wants to see, you know, if he can move a couch. Where you at with this? Mm-hmm. Um, he asks him to move the piano excuse me pussy complains talks about percocets and all of his <laughs> collections being missed lately is what paulie and uh chrissy say and it's still just something isn't sitting right with tony here yeah what did you think he was going to go from here with the information after he ran his little test well you know it makes so much sense later on like we, we, you know, you know what I'm talking about. We get to season two. There's a barbecue scene and how he's looking at him. And first time round, and I, I won't speak to you because you probably was more on it than I was. But first time round, I'm thinking like again, he's a degenerate gambler, Macazian, whatever. But like now, watching it and reviewing it, you watch everything, and so it's so much to it. So when he approaches him. First, I'm thinking like this. This dude is acting, bro. What are you? You know what I mean? Like I'm like, bro, you you're you're so sold on it. But there's gonna be a later scene that makes me believe in the theory that Melfi had, or not even theory, but the study that Melfi revealed. Uh, but a couple of things in this scene I thought was interesting. Uh, she, um, Carmela says that this is an open house that they have every year. What does that mean? Who has an open house every year? What what is the purpose of that? Is that some like per- a fundraiser or some, you know, neighborhood shit? Oh. Party, an annual neighborhood party or some shit that they have. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Rich people shit. Okay. All right. Uh, another thing, Carmela, of course, uh, she's doing the suburban family thing. Did you have respect for her trying to, at this moment, we ain't going to get to the later scene, but at this moment, you have respect for her trying to reach out to Tony's mom to get her here? Yeah, I do respect Carmela's homemaking abilities. Okay. And she knows how difficult Tony's mom can be. Yeah. And she's very understanding. Well, <laughs> a lot of women yeah. wouldn't be. Yeah, because so, yeah, that I crossover effect is, you know how big that is. It's like for for me or you she to step mom, over. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? So, um, I respect it. I definitely respect it. Okay. Uh, Paulie, he volunteered to collect Big P's rounds. But yep. he says that he just nodded his head like like basically like a dummy, like you know, like oh yeah, like we gonna we'll figure it out, we gonna you know. I thought that was a really interesting detail. Wow. This is so much it's so many breadcrumbs, dude. And then Paulie, I thought this was funny. Paulie reveals this <laughs> Paulie reveals the story of how she he how he got he said, You remember what I got hit over the head? <laughs> <laughs> with a with a pool, a pool cue, he was like, "Yeah, mess my neck up." He's like, "Oh yeah, down by the beach." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think Paulie it's a life. yeah. So I think it's a funny reveal for later on how Paulie tells so much later on. But even in this moment, just the fact that Tony knew the detail already was hilarious. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Paulie says that the chiropractor that he had for his neck, he put Big P on. And he's actually works for the Jets. You know what I'm saying? So he works for the Jets. So he's top tier professional. And he went to him 
just trying to get information about Big P's progress, and he says that there's nothing wrong with his back. But at the same time, who really knows the back? My question to you, when he said that last part, was he trying to stay on the, on the fence about what it is with Big P, or do you think that was like really what the doctor probably said? I feel like that's what the doctor said. It was online kind of with what Melfi said as well. It okay. may be in his head, maybe stress. It may nothing. It may not be anything that we can pick up on in these MRIs and these different type of medical procedures that we're having, but it may be still something wrong with him. We can't just say that he's bullshit, okay. which is what the guys are looking for. Is he bullshitting or not? Nobody really knows. Okay. So, from there, we go to the madam. Tony's still doing his research. So he sitting down with the madam and Tony and the cop talk about pussy being a snitch and working with the DEA. Tony says he needs proof. Once the cop McKenzie well, we, to get his hands, what we skip? We skip the Tony and Melfi scene. That was a, a brief moment oh, with Tony. Sure was. Tony and Melfi session, he talks about the pending doom yeah. that he feels like it's just over his life. Yes. And he wants to know about some mythical and physical health things. And this is what you were wanting to say about milk. Yeah. Uh, we can move on. We can get right to where you're coming from. But I just thought the, the camera, how they uh, how they zoomed in, where they, uh, Melfi sets her boundaries. She says, like, look, Tone, every time we start talking about stuff outside of you, you start to get really upset. And she's referencing when we talked about Jackie. He's like, wait, what do you mean he's not good? You tell me. Like, you remember when we go back to that episode how he was really upset and emotional. But she was like, but he was like, okay, just for conversation's sake. And then she reveals the mm -hmm. the bomb. She says, okay. He was like, okay, well, maybe it's stress from bills or maybe it's stress from this. And she was like, secrets. And then the camera zooms in even more. And I thought that it really built the breadcrumb for suspicion there, how they zoomed in on his face there. So they're they're doing a great job of giving us some, but not giving us everything. And we we pan to your scene. Did you get anything yes. from that though? Throughout this episode, I did want to ask you and comment on they did a great job of really do we know if he's snitching or not? Mm -hmm. We really don't know if this is good information. Mm -hmm. And we get to ride with Tony through his process of trying to figure this out. Yeah. And I'll speak to it later as to why I didn't think this was a great episode as to how he comes to his conclusion. Okay. I just didn't feel like it was real Tony Soprano like. Okay. Um, but yeah, from there we go to him talking to the cop and the madam wants their opinion on pussy, gets his wants more information before he can make a final decision. Um, anything that you get from this? A few things. Uh I don't know how well Tony could be paying this man for this man to to tolerate this level of disrespect. What are you gonna do? What do you mean? We, I'm, we're done. What like he, he, Tony, Tony, they're not about to kill a. They're not gonna kill a, a fed. Yeah, they can, bro. They're not gonna he kill a fed. Even a fed. We he talked a about. Cop, we talked bro. about last week. You're a regular or, cop. You already been taking money from me. You're he's in arms. He's in arms. You do alcohol, bro. I will kill you and throw you in the Jersey River, dude. What are you gonna? That's why he talks to him like that. I don't think so, bro. One hundred percent. This is fed. Like we talked about. He's not a fed though, bro. He's not a federal agent. He's a local cop. He's a detective. A federal agent and a local cop are different. He's just a detective. Not to diminish what police anything do, but yeah, he ain't protected by that FBI, but you still, but you still, ATF, but you still can't. DEA. 
But Tony still didn't have that leverage because they still they're still in the Rico right now. He has the leverage to be able to like this guy isn't a big player. Is my point. Well, he, so you're, if you're right. Something happens to this guy. Tony's a lot more powerful than him. He can buy off another cop. So it's two things there. I can make something happen to you if I want to, and I can just buy off another cop, bro. Like your value isn't that high. That's the reason that we see Tony treat him that way on top of being a degenerate. Like you're just not that valuable of a person to me, bro. Take what like like I don't give a fuck about your life. None of that, my nigga. Give me my information. Take your money and get the fuck lost. I mean, this Tony must be paying this dude legit because like, bruh, he has a line. He says, you have a way of summing up a whole man's life <laughs> in one sentence. Bro, that is I nuts. Like I like it, man. I but like to relate that because I feel like that's realistic. Like, bro, like, it is realistic. I don't bro. got time for you to be hitting me up on it. Say I'm with my son. Like, bro, what the fuck do you want? I pay you too well for this. But 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 still, though, like. Dog, do you have to be condescending in every comment? Yes. Nah. I want you to know that you less than me. You're a fucking okay. degenerate. You shouldn't even be doing this. I don't respect you. I respect what you're doing. Like, so then McKay's he really is that. He is a bum because you're still working for him. That's dealing. how much of a degenerate. That's the point. That's uh, how much of a degenerate you are. You got to take this. Because mm. uh, you're so hooked on gambling and booze and bitches. Like, you can't even be a, re a respectable man and be like, hey, bro, wow. don't talk to me like that. I can just be like, man, fuck off. Cause you gonna come right back for the See, booze. You been watching the, the British. The you been watching the British shows. I heard you on the other podcast. Yeah, fuck off. That 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 is so British, black British right there. I'm like, bruv, I'll go fuck off. Bruv, like, fuck dude, off, that bruv. is right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lastly, on this scene though, the, I thought the story was uh really interesting about like you know his trauma and his dad beating on his mom, and but I thought the line that really defined their relationship is. When McKazian talks about uh, the women, they're not having class and being on the hustle. And then Tony says, but ain't that what they supposed to, that's what they supposed to do, right? No. Mm -hmm. So it speaks to their different perspective. And then even more McKazian, but you're in this hole with me. Tony's looking at like like and we'll get more of that when you talk about Italian Italian Americans having to get it from the, you know, get it, get it out the mug, just like black people. And so McKaysen has a, a a weird idea of what he thinks. I think he looks at the madam as something more. I talk about that concept and we'll get more of that of wanting something else. Um I think it's just his version of Dr. Melfi. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, we'll yeah, we get that for sure. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. From there, Carmella goes to visit Livia and tells her to cut the shit. You're <laughs> killing Tony with all this bullshit, this overly dramatic shit. Like, what in the world is the issue? And she goes into the relationship with Junior and Livia, which I really didn't understand where this was coming from as far as the response. I don't think that Carmella meant it this way when she said they've been spending a lot of time together. But Livia really shot off. On mm -hmm. the cannon, like, well, you got me fucked up. I ain't mm -hmm. messing with my brother's, uh, with, with my husband's brother. I don't even know where you would think of that from. Really strange scene here because I didn't really get why she went on that rant. Who, Livia? Yes. I think Livia got mental issues 
Oh, you believe that? You think that she actually is suffering from mental shit? Yeah, but I, I think it's I think it's so selective, though. I don't know exactly what the diagnosis would be, but I think it's very like dual personality because you can go hard and say, hey, look, I'm OK with whatever's going to be with my son. I'm OK with going to where I'm OK with whatever. Then on the other side, when you're not in that space, you're in the crying. He was a saint. He was this. He was that. I think there's really a multiple personality issue with Livia and it's, it's gotten worse. I mean, because. There's one moment she because she really believe at first. I'm like, what are you talking about? Just like her when she's like, oh, he just wants to leave me here dead. They treat you like an old shoe that this and that. And I'm like, OK, you capping. But then when you really look at it, it's like, no, she believes this. But then she goes from one emotion to the next emotion. So I really believe there's like this twofold personality. And we'll even see that more in Tony and other siblings that will be revealed later down the road. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting that Carmela really get got bold here and really address his mom. That's very bold for your significant others. Step to their in-law period. Like that is boy. Like that takes a lot of cause cause work could backfire. Crazy dog. Mm. Crazy. <laughs> um, did you feel anything that Livia said? One anything out of that? No, I felt like she was trying to manipulate Carmela for some reason. Did Carmela buy and all? Yeah, Carmela was asking her is like, "Look, relax, bitch. You in the, you in the home? Nothing's gonna change. Like mm -hmm. all this dramatics, you may as well kill it." Uh, she was just looking out for her husband. Carmela mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. and Livia, I feel like, was just protesting it. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want y'all to be happy if I'm not happy. So. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drum up as much of the dramatics as I can. I think mm -hmm. that's what she was doing with. I did. Only thing that I will say, and I've never felt bad for Livia ever. Like I hate this character. She's necessary completely, but I hate this character. Um, the one thing that she said that I was like, okay, I was like, oh, <laughs> was when she said at least when she was talking about junior, at least he listens to me and doesn't treat me like an old shoe. I was like, dang. And it's not Stop that. acting like an old shoe then. You don't want people to treat you like an old shoe. Stop acting like an old tough broad. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, took it. I just say that to say I didn't get an off. She didn't get an off from me. I don't think she ever got an off from me. I mean, it, it wasn't even like a dang, like a emotional thing, but it was just kind of like, okay, Tony does kind of pop up when it's like convenient for something else. It ain't really like. I don't know how many genuine moments Tony really pop up to see his mom. That's kind of more so what I got from it. It's like mm -hmm. not so much she's an old shoe or whatever, but like you do kind of pop up when you want to put these shoes on, so to speak. These old shoes that you don't really wear like that. Because she's such a burden to deal with. She ain't never like, oh, my son is yeah. here. I'm happy to see him. It's always some bullshit. No, nobody want to deal with that. That's all true. The time. But you know I mean, saying? even if you know that they suffering mentally and you're trying to be there for them as an older person, that shit is still hard to deal with. Like you it said, is. if it's somebody suffering even from dementia, mm -hmm. even when you know that they not fully themselves, like it's still hard to deal with listening to them berate you and shit like that. It's just I, I could see him wanting to be distant. Mm. So why, why do you think she do? So at this point, you still don't think she has any any feelings for Junior? Cause, cause Carmela said you got make. What do you got she's makeup on for? She playing him like a fill. So what she got makeup on for? Cause she know that Junior might like it. 
Mm. I don't give a fuck about Junior, but if I can make him feel like that I do, I can continue to manipulate him and play these strings about all this bullshit that I'm telling him. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's how it comes off to me. Okay. From there, Tony goes to visit Pussy out of the blue, supposedly, wants to get a read on the situation. Asked him about, asked his son about school, um, drops <laughs> off some cannolis or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And just trying to get a general feel for where pussy is at with everything. Yeah. Did you think that Tony will walk away with a feel of what he was looking for after this scene played out, Mo? Do, do I feel like he did? Or I, did you think he did? Like when you look at Oh, no, nah, definitely. Oh, yeah, didn't. that nigga got a tail from this. You thought he definitely was- didn't. There's a few, and me and you both know there's clear indications. You know what I'm saying? Um, one trait, another trait we talk about Tony's traits that I wanted to point out. He's really good about charming with kids. Kids slash young adults. We we'll get we'll get some more of that later down the road with Meadow. You remember when he met some of her friends and how he asked the little joke because he was like, Are you what are you going to school for? Astrology? He's like, No, I'm going to school for this. And he was like, Oh, because he told me you're taking up space. And, you know, it was a good little joke. I'm like, Tony's good in like such a dad joke. Such a dad joke, but he's good in like that, like most of us are with other people, kids or youth. We can get in there real quick, you know, do what we can for like them strong 15 come up out of there. You know what I mean? So Tony's really good <laughs> in those like stretches. So I really like that. Um, he also, he he gets into this really strong moment with him where he tells it, he's like, well, your son can go to community college and Big P gets really high strong here because a man needs a purpose. A man needs something to focus on. Big P has put himself in a place that he has to, he's made a compromise. This is his own choice. So him making that choice, he has to feel good about what it counts for. We ain't got to later on down the road about, Johnny Sack, but you know, we know about Johnny Sack and he spoke a line about isn't this what it's all for? You know, so at this moment, Big P, if nothing else, what I've made all this money selling H heroin or whatever on the side of my rackets, if it's not all for this, then what is it for? So I cannot have my son in community college. You got to be doing this. But there's a thing that he does where he he starts to reveal certain things. He's, he says, uh, my son isn't getting effed up because of his old man. Wait, what do you mean by that? What, what does that mean? What, what, what are you saying? Then he says, things are happening. Tony says, things like what? Then he says, things. Leaves it there. Then Tony, this is a great moment. He says, you have options. He goes into it a little further and he says, friends, remember, friends, I'm your friend. He let it marinate. Then he says, you got anything you want to say to me? But Big P is, <laughs> he's playing it so cool. Like what? <laughs> like he's so, acting so oblivious. That's what, that speaks to the acting too. Because he's playing it for real. Like, like I don't I don't get what you're saying. What are you, what are you talking about? That's I'm funny. Fe- it's funny that you say that because I thought the same thing about Tony in the response when he was like, like what? And he was like, oh, since you want to take it there, like coffee. 
Like, damn, I can't get no coffee. I just brought donuts and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, even like you're saying, speaking to the acting, I do think that it's even a testament to what we say about Tony and his keen ability to be able to read people mm-hmm. and be at the top of the scenario when they're talking. Like, it was great by pussy, like you said, to be like, like what? And then Tony completely <laughs> flips it out like coffee. Like, what did you think I was talking about? Like, go grab me some coffee. Yeah. I think that was great. He Yeah, because he didn't want to lean in too hard because I can't tell you I got the drop. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was good. That was really good. I love this scene. This was really, it, it holds a lot of weight later down the road. Yeah, yeah. All right. And from that scene, Tony goes to the bank. Polly walks in, tell him pussies. He tells him pussies wearing a watch. And Pauly, Pauly wants to know what they're going to do about it. He said, he'll do it. It's the reason that you're a capo. Excuse me, the reason you're the boss. You don't have to take care of shit like this. They were struggling with having to do this to their friend, mm-hmm. wondering. But Tony seemed pretty convinced at this point. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was that made him think? that? Did you think he felt it on him when he tapped him on the back? Or what do you think it was that made him think that Pauly was wearing a, I mean, excuse me, that Big Pussy was wearing a wire at this point? I have no idea, bro. Like as far as saying a wire, because we're gonna get we'll get to Jimmy later. That is like pretty obvious, but but right here it's like to say he's wearing a wires because he's not giving he's not big P is operating on defense. Normally when people are operating with a wire, they're on offense. They're trying to gain, they're trying to get, you know, get you caught up for their sake. So for him to say that, but then he says I'm ninety percent sure. I don't know. I don't know what what that was. I think that him, Big P, getting caught up in the emotional state, like I'm not going to let him get effed up like his man is. I think that moment was kind of a like, oh, what do you mean by that? That was like a, a you get emotional, you get caught up in your lie, but you got to have to scale it back. I think that kind of brought him there, and then things are happening, things like what things. I think those things kind of stuck with Tony, but I don't know where he got the wire concept from, bro. Where do you think he yeah, got I've, that from? I'd have to look, to look at that again. I'm not sure if it was a tell in that scene was mm. we were supposed to see it, like if he patted him on his back and or yeah. something, or but I don't know, pussy, what he had on the tile. He had a robe when he walked on. Like uh, I don't know if that was a giveaway or what it was, but yeah. I, I, I'm not sure why he was so confident. Why it went from unsure to ninety percent. Mm-hmm. After that scene, and I don't think they did a good job of showing the season. Okay, okay, so then we on the same page because it's like he got a robe on, so he doesn't have a wire on, bro. Because he didn't. Because remember, he said, "Tone, what are you doing here?" He's not wearing a wire around the crib, bro. He's right. very so, comfortable. He, you know, we'll find out later. He keeps it in a certain place, but he's not. He's was, got. It a, was strange for Tony to be so confident it was. in the accusation after that scene. It would have been more. It, it would have worked better if he would just been like like my <coughs> my police friend or Mackenzie. I got this information, I, and I think that it's true more so than saying he got a wire. True. From there, Tony goes to visit Livy at the nursing home. She's not around. She's actually taking water aerobics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the director of the nursing home tells her he learns that Junior comes to visit Livia a lot. Mm-hmm. That kind of worries him. They're kicking the can down the road, as my guy Nick would say from Frames for a Second podcast. I feel like right here. Like, I don't really need this. Mm-hmm. I don't like there's no. From the perspective of looking at Tony, there's nothing that says to me, I should be worried if Junior's visiting my mom a lot. And there's also nothing that says to me, if I'm Junior, 
oh, Tony and his captains in here, or Johnny Sack has been here. You're talking Nothing about, about that says betrayal for me. Just in general, with this whole situation at the um, nursing Road. home, okay, the reasoning that, I mean, we're essentially about to go to war, it just doesn't add up for me, which is another reason why I remember when first watching this episode, I was kind of skeptical, like, Bro, we going off a lot of hearsay and shit. Mm -hmm. And even if Junior is there a lot, what if it was like Carmelo was saying or alluded to that he just smashing on her? Mm -hmm. Like, what would make you guys think? And what would make Junior think? Oh, they plotting against me. Tony and his capos meeting here. They plotting against me. It went there immediately. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get that. Well, that that's what you remember. I spoke about that before, like just kind of how Junior can kind of put things together. And it's like the lines don't line up all the way. Maybe it's an old school thing. There's something I didn't I failed to mention in the scene before. And I don't want to miss this because there ain't no going back. Uh, Just quickly, the 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 just, well, anyway, I, I can move on. But I just thought the great there was great tension um there between Paul and Tony. But in this scene, what did you say there ain't no going back to? Well, because it's like once we review this, ain't no doubling back. Like, oh, let's go back well, to what was it? What was it? What were you talking about? Uh, well, well, just an interesting character trait about Paulie. We'll find out later. But in this moment, this is all Paulie got. The brothers, the uh -huh. the band, the the oh yeah, the, this gangster shit family. is his life. Yeah, so he grew to life gangster. Oh yeah, so it's talk yeah, we about about that last episode. Yeah, so being a soldier, and he's like, man, you waited for a long time for the stripes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With with that soldier mentality, and I appreciate it. I really appreciated that from Paulie at this point. Like he really was uh making me a believer in him. But anyway, uh back to Green Grove. Yeah, I'm with you. Um I don't know. I, I we can keep it moving, man. Like, I don't know how he put two and two together here. Both him and when we get to the later scene with Junior. Like, I don't understand. It's like, oh, he comes all the time and all that. But I think the aqua uh therapy or whatever i think it's just an interesting call back to when she was mad at the neighbor for running water so much i think there's some kind of tie in there i don't know i'm not that guy to be doing deep pools like that but i think it's probably somewhere in there to tie back into that that's funny do you think that right. he was coming to see his mother though because he was stressed about what he what decision he possibly got to make about bp yeah okay he was definitely looking to get some insight okay he usually comes to his mom for that as we see that junior does the same thing mm. you know Okay. Um, from there, Paulie, he tells Pussy, wants to get the information, he pulls up on him, mm -hmm. tells him, follow me. They're going to a uh, massage, spa type place or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Mm -hmm. And he tries to convince Big Pussy to get a massage, get naked, do whatever they're planning to do at this place. Mm -hmm. And um, Pussy wouldn't do it. He would not go for it. He was totally out, totally against it. In this scene right here, Mo, did you think, oh, yeah, he snitched? <laughs> the way he ended it, like, you talk about selling it. <laughs> I got high blood pressure, motherfucker. Like, dude, I, I yeah, like. Some nigga shit. Uh, that definitely was like some black, uh man. But I thought it was dope. Going Before we got up to that, like, just when Paulie pulled up, he had uh, Godfather Horn. He had the horn from the Godfather. Uh, that was dope. I was like, yo, that's like the equivalent to like the 2000s ringtone, like the polytones. Mm -hmm. If y'all remember that, like when you had a real thing, you just had the deep, 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 deep. Like that was like uh, the equivalent. But um, 
And then they both had caddies. That was super fly to me. Uh, Paulie having the the beige, you know, beige one, and um, Big P having the maroon one with the uh, with the with the beige top. Um, definitely at this point, I the first time around, I was still on the fence because they kept doing that great job of, well, this is a good enough reason. Maybe he's not. He got high blood pressure. That makes sense to me. I can you I don't know I don't and I was gonna ask you about that. Do you know people with high blood pressure? Have they tried to go to a sauna or something? Or I don't know. Like the limitations. Like I I have no idea about that. I've never heard that shit in my life. Okay, but I would be skeptical if I was Paul. I'm not saying it is not true, mm-hmm. but this would have made me like they believe like ah oh, nah some up like bro you can't just go and sit in the sauna like some up bro. But you've done but, this a thousand times before. Mm, so we've done the first time we've done this bro okay you know what i'm saying like now you have blood pressure playing like no 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 i wouldn't i'm not saying that i would have nailed him to the cross and thought oh yeah i know for sure that he did this with this Mm -hmm. but i definitely would my antennas would have been like nah something up bro i don't know if the nigga snitching or what but something definitely is lying about something yeah something going on okay at the very least very least i think he would have walked away with that absolutely all right, from there, Tony and Seal, they meet at the Bing. Uh, Seal gives Tony some interesting information about McKenzie. Seems as if he's in the hole with Big Pussy for about 30 racks. Mm-hmm. Of course, that would be a great reason to get Pussy wiped off the map. So this gives Tony reason of doubt mm-hmm. to see if Pussy is snitching or not. Yeah. Were you sold at this? Like They had that one scene. Right then with Paulie and did a great job of following up with this next scene with Seal to like kind of what do you think, viewer? Mm. Uh first time around? Yeah. First time around, I'm still confused. Like again, because I don't really I I think even by the end, first time around, I'm still like I just leave it at I don't know. Like because they do such a good job with the teeter. Which is, I mean, genius. Period. That's genius. Good TV right there. Dave. Great TV. So this makes the motive fit for okay, you're lying, and then we'll get, of course, an, another view that says okay, it's it's still a lie. Uh, but what I I, I did like is that Seal says I don't even want to think about what we would do to remove that debt. I could, and it's, and I I say that to say. I like that Sopranos does well at not acting like 30 grand is some light work because they make a lot of money like other TV shows. You know how they, they be acting like when they make a lot of money, it ain't really that much. I'm like, oh, I just lost. I'm like, bro, I lost 30 grand. That's a lot of money, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah they do. You're right. And it helps show their growth, too. Yeah. Like, there is a point in time in this with 30 grand ain't shit to them. But it ain't Yeah. <laughs> right. Like now it's a lot. But there's yeah, a... So, yeah. There's a bar here. Seal, he says, if you want, if, if my vote counts for anything, he said he doesn't believe that Big P fears jail that much. To and turn t- on his friends. To turn on his friends. And Tony says, you remember Gravano? I had to look up Gravano. No, Salvatore, Sammy the Bull, Gravano. You turned. have to look that up. Who? You. I did. You know who that was? No. Now, if you said Sammy the Bull, yeah. I didn't know the last name Gravano, though. I knew it was Italian. I didn't know if it was in the fiction of The Sopranos or it was a real-life person. 
But Sopranos does a good job of floating in and out of like the yeah, last yeah. episode with the oh, did you know uh you know Dicky Mother Salty and all this. You know what I'm saying? So I had to look it up. But yeah, he turned his back on we know John Gotti, uh well she was a close friend with him and so uh Gravano and then Seal's first, reaction. Really one of the first big time rats in the mall. He killed over thirty people and ratted. Wow. Man, he, he went to jail a couple of times actually. He got yeah. out and they caught him for dealing ecstasy and shit like that. Um, so there's the big part of that. That's a great tie-in. So when he said yeah. that, the seal looked like, dang, you right. <laughs> great reaction. And to like even beyond this world, in the world that we come from, like mm-hmm. more urban, not mm-hmm. Italian gangster. Like this is one of the biggest downfalls from niggas. Like, oh, that's my homeboy. Like it ain't like nah, nigga, sell you out for like a number five and an orange soda, bro. As we seen on the wow. wire. Wow. Like, nigga, yeah. Like, yeah. Because people get in there and like. They were talking about what you said as far as the family people being the most the best mark. Mm-hmm. Like that's the number one thing that they use when you're in that room, bro. Like, I got you. You want to go home to your daughter? Mm-hmm. You want to go home to your baby mama? Your moms? You want to go jail? You want to go home? Again. Yeah, you're never <laughs> gonna see your mom again. All you gotta do is just give us a statement. Most niggas can't handle that. That's crazy. Most wow. people can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. So. Makes sense, man. <laughs> All righty. From there, McKenzie gets busted at the whorehouse. There's a wise guy in there. Take note of that. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a wise guy in there. And um, McKenzie and I think the lady, the madam, Lacazian. Mm-hmm. That's a weird spelling. But yeah, but they get busted at the whorehouse. Um, anything from that, Mo? Uh, it's a huge thing here. Just a small scene, but it's a detail. If we wasn't reviewing it, I probably always miss this. He says we have a doctor, a madam, a wise guy, and a cop. And one of the wise guys is Ray. He's one of the capos that has been at the meetings. But this is great. Again, genius. We're so focused on Big P. We're so focused on Jimmy. We overlook Ray completely. We overlook the dude at the card game. Was he at the no, car no, game? no, no, he wasn't at the what? car game, Jimmy. That was Jimmy, but Ray right here with the glasses. So, no, I'm saying there was another dude at the car game. Was that Ray? Jimmy God. was there, Pussy was there. It was one more dude there. Now I can't remember if that was him or not. I think it was some regular dude. Like, it just looked like some extra dude. Like, it didn't look like Ray I, uh, looking at it, but, but like right here, it's like th- this is so good because. It's like things are floating so often. You're you're not even paying attention to who's getting caught up. And they say a wise guy. We forget all about Ray. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, when it when we get a reveal later on, it's like, oh yeah. But like, if I wasn't watching this close, I probably missed this every single time, bro. Yeah, that's definitely put that in your back pocket, boy. Remember who was in that scene, <laughs> and remember they kept saying wise guy. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. <laughs> all righty, from there. Tony gets the news about at the being about McKayzian being busted. Oh, excuse me. Oh, at the house. They had to at the Sopranos at the yeah, house. They at the, yeah. they at the house, and we hear Me- <laughs> <laughs> we hear Meadows' commentary about sex in the world. Yeah, Tony's commentary. You always enjoy this, Mo. The yes, I do. Dinner time with the Sopranos and current event session. Yeah, get to see what Meadow thinks and just the different operating dynamics in the soprano household mm-hmm. what'd you think about this time uh i always like this like you said i always like this stuff because it, it 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 levels a playing field um interesting enough i think that's why sopranos are so great because they 
manage the to operate the show in real time with what's going on. They bring up the Bill Clinton scandal um, with Monica Lewinsky at the time. I thought it was interesting that even AJ knew about this, you know. So being informative, a family of information, I thought that was dope. Um, classic line, Tony says, out there is, is in 1990s, but in here is 1954. I was looking up what that rep, why that date. I think it, it's some significant to Italian Americans. I, I, it was so many different things. I couldn't kind of narrow it down to one thing, but it's something significant. And those that are Italian, they listen to the show. Y'all DM us at a uh, good earner pod underscore Sopranos, you know, inform us brothers. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly, but I thought it was interesting too. Cause I was like, yo, that's like when like racism and everything still existed, you know what I'm saying? But I thought it was a, an interesting line, but did you ever catch the fact that like how ahead metal was? Cause she's like metal's a very smart liberal man, child, adult content. Like she is so, I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's good. That's a good job, though. I think they show that she's well educated, very mm-hmm. removed from what Tony's lifestyle is, and not she doesn't have like her head in the clouds because she's Tony Soprano star. I like the fact that they show her well read, well studied, mm-hmm. challenging to Tony, like very outside of mm-hmm. what you would expect from a mafia boss's daughter. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do. I like it. We didn't get that. Like it was more depth to her. It could have made her like AJ, just like some simple, glamorous, like mm-hmm. money hungry little teenage girl. You know that would have worked. Yeah, yeah you're right. You would expect her to be, but I like the fact that she has depth. I like the fact that later on she dates a black guy. Or she goes to law school. Like, yeah. I love all those things for the minorities, and it, it may and it makes it more interesting too with the the daughter mother dynamic. Her yeah. not being much like her mother you know it it, it's great and they don't get it but they accept it because that's their daughter like carmella doesn't get it tony really doesn't get it but they Mm -hmm. know their daughter's smart and they Mm. wouldn't arrive with it and i I think i think my take about aj is going to change throughout the series i've been (laughs) all right my least favorite character the least he's at the very bottom yeah easily too wow way down they way at the bottom wow Okay, we can move on, but do you think, are you open to that changing? I don't see how it would. I'm open to it because I'm okay. a forever evolving person. Okay. I just have no idea how that would change. Every time I watch it, I get madder mm. and madder at AJ. So, no, I don't see how that would change. Okay. All, right. <laughs> All right, from there, man, with in, he gets out of jail, gets his little release bag, makes his way through traffic, flashes his badge, only to get up to a break in traffic and take a <laughs> header off of the bridge, as Tony says. Did this surprise you? When I first watched it, absolutely. Really? Like, when I, I first. Gonna kill huh, nah, you say you knew. Yeah. Who are you? Who who are you? I mean, bro? just I'm not not like Nostradamus or no shit, but I knew something like either he was finna be in a wreck or finna get arrested again. Like you just could tell he was in over his skis. But but they kill did a good himself job right here. It. Yeah, like jump on off the bridge, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Come, get come out of there's no way. Get out of I, our I'm lives. sorry, I'm calling cap. Watches, there's man. no way. First time round, this guy no, trying no, no, to get. No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying when I seen it and he did that, I wasn't surprised. Oh, okay, like, okay, oh, all right, shit. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm with, like, nah, yeah, nah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't I didn't see okay. like, oh, he's gonna kill himself. No, okay. I that, no, no. I don't want you to think that. But when okay. he did it and I seen it, I was like, yep, yeah, okay. Lines up perfectly. Okay. Sounds okay. like something he would have did. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Oh that, shit. I'm surprised. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay, I'm I'm absolutely there with you. 
I'm absolutely there. You're right because there was this build up. There was the meeting, the first meeting, then there was a meeting at the brothel. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely, it wasn't a surprise. However, <laughs> what was a surprise? <laughs> Bro, why are you in a rush to die, dog? Like, relax, dude. Like, you're in a rush to get it done. You're out of yeah, jail. Out of <laughs> like, this, that's what got me more. Through traffic. Like, bro, you you're like traffic. pulling that's out funny. the bags, everything, attach the bags to your shoulder just to just to off yourself. Like, that's nuts. That's yeah, that is funny. I never thought about that. Any sadness at all? I'm, you know what? I'm very. I'm going to be very interested to see if there's anything out this series that's like okay that kind of made me feel something for real i'm that that's going to be the the spike meter to find out if there's any situation that makes me feel something yeah like that makes you feel like like damn like dang that is messed up like that's rough because i mean when the chick was cutting herself you was just like i wouldn't hear for none of this i was irritated <laughs> that's what i'm saying so that was one of my least favorite parts of this shit all right, I didn't before, even know why we were dealing with that. Not to go off on a rant. I was so mad. Well, let me ask you Please. this. Off top, you don't have to share the, the situation because we're not going to reveal nothing here. But is there anything that comes to mind that you was like, okay, dang. that, that One was, scene that I can think of right now, yes. Okay. All right. One. Cool. One scene. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can think of that one right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All righty. From there... Tony gets the news at the Bing about McKenzie and jumping off the bridge. Mm -hmm. Tony goes to talk to the madam. And he says a quote from McKenzie that you like, Mo. Mm -hmm. At least with Tony Soprano, you always know where you stand. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Uh, that is the definitive uh, character trait of Tony Soprano season one. It's not the it's not the overarching trait, but it is the trait of Tony season one. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people may try to use that, like, oh, well, that's that's the thing about Tony. It's no, you're gonna you're gonna there's gonna be moments where you like you don't know where you stand. We we get a Tony and Pauly scene later down the road, so <laughs> that that's just one. Um, but yeah, but the few things too, you know. Uh, I think it was funny the like, you know, the therapy, like he uses therapies, like switch your couch for a bit. And then how she flipped it on him was like, uh, you know, I mean, what's better than like sleeping with your therapist, right? Like, who don't want to do that? And he's like, what do you mean by that? Like her yeah. face kind of even the, the whole thing, because he low key. Tony's just weird about like when he he hit flips the switch, bro. Just weird about it. Like, because he like, wait a minute, this is about to go there. Um, And I but, don't want to go there. I don't want to go there, but I do want to say like this woman, like she was legit though. Like for, I imagine she's maybe late thirty, early forty, somewhere now. She was legit. Um, mm. And I think that's this is where we get the Paulie is psycho line that Macasian has, has told her. And I think that that's something I want to revisit later down the road. That's where I got it from on the last episode. Like, uh, and, and I do think Macasian has a fair assessment of character. Regardless of being a degenerate gambler, regardless of being a drunk, I think he has a, a good assessment of character. Now, when he beat up Randall, that's because he was doing, he thought he was protecting Tony's Gumar. He was out of pocket, but that wasn't because he had a, a assessment of the character he was dealing with. He just was trying to protect Tony in his own moment. And he realized later that wasn't his Gumar. But I think McKazian, when he said, sure, why wouldn't he? He's the perfect person. We was talking about Big P earlier. So I do think that we should consider 
his uh, read on people being a, a, of law enforcement. I do think we should consider that later on if Paulie is psycho or not. Paulie's definitely a psycho. We know that. <laughs> oh, you confirm Already season one. We know, yeah, we know <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't got to see no more. <laughs> All right, from there, Junior goes to visit Lydia at the home. She's distraught that Tony sold the house. And Junior's like, what do you think was going to happen? Man. Which is strange, too, because later on, somebody else comes and lives in her house. So um, mm -hmm. like, it's kind of strange. Maybe the sale didn't go through. But they definitely still have that house after the season. Oh, it's going to be. It's coming yeah, back. Janice came back and stayed in it. But... um. Lydia being either slides the fox or mentally disabled, like you said, mm -hmm. talks about the meetings that Tony is having there. And Junior uses this information and goes all the way left field, figures that they must be plotting on him since Capo was meeting there with him. Johnny Sack is meeting there with him. Mm -hmm. I didn't get where he got that thought process from. Maybe you did, Mo. Mm -mm, nah, cause cause she was she was just saying like, oh, and and you know, and Lorenzo moved his mother in here, and Jimmy Altieri uh, moved his uh, uh uh mother in here. Oh, so they've been having secret meetings since I since I haven't been. Here. They don't. I'm sorry, I'm not it's a writer. Make, it make I'm, him crazier than uh her. And where are you getting to see now? I, but, but, but honestly, now this right here, I can't. I, I won't put it on the act. I think this is where I'm sorry, and I'm not. I'm I'm not going to be the person. And I listen to other podcasts that do reviews. I'm not going to be the person to say, "Oh, the script, the writers," because you're not. You don't know how to. People don't know how to write. So stop talking about oh the writers and you don't know how to write. Like you ain't wrote anything. Like people got to stop doing it. But anyway, mm. but what I will say here, I just think that somewhere there's a disconnection between how it was written or how it was performed or the nuance of putting the pieces together. Maybe there was an idea and maybe somebody can just explain. It's like, oh, well, he's from the old school. He's able to interpret certain things. He's he's used to less is more in regards to speaking. I don't know. It could be something like that. I'm not discounting the writing nor the acting. I'm just saying that something didn't connect quite. I'm with you. Remember, I had that issue uh, before when he came to Green Grove and, and she was saying something. He just put pieces together quickly. I'm like, okay. You could See, put this together. To he's supposed to be paranoid, but I just don't get where the paranoia is coming from. Like They didn't do a good job of showing us his current status with Tony. Hmm. Like I'm getting it. If you're paranoid, that's fine. And you're thinking, oh, man, they're meeting here because something happened. Mm -hmm. But the last thing that we know that Tony and Junior are on good standing. So her telling him this information is like, OK, he's just holding business here. We don't have any insight as viewers as to why he would jump from. They're having meetings here to they're trying to kill me. I agree with you there. Wait, 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 wait. I, he, I he understand him being paranoid, though, did he? Uh, I mean, but he initially. Yeah. That's what he said. They plied on my demise. They plied okay. on the end. Wait, okay. But, so, but, you, but again, you, they don't give us a good enough snapshot or framing focus of the current relationship between Tony and Junior at this point for Junior to think that. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad that the script yeah. goes there. Yeah. It's great that it's written that way. Part of my problem over the last two episodes, though, was 
we were too far away from that story for us to pick up it on this mm. episode and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Tony versus Junior and Livia's gashing it all. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. The last we seen them, they were having a, a conversation and they were good. Everything was cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't get that. I mean, Livia, she, she told him, like, on a previous episode, I think it was Down Neck or Legend of Tennessee Montesanti, one of the two, she told him about, oh, he's seeing a therapist and or I think Boca, or or one whatever, y'all know. I I, I can't remember. It's so many details, but she had revealed to him that he was seeing a therapist, and she she that was a breadcrumb. Put that there. Then we get uh, Lorenzo's daughter's wedding, and we get Tony taking control, and he said, "I just said that. That's what I was gonna say." So he's getting that already resistance of he don't really got control. Then we get him in this episode at the Bing and he's talking to, to Big P about, Hey, you're doing this or Hey, what, why are you doing that? Big P gets up and just keeps it moving. But junior's the boss and nobody even acknowledges what he was saying. Like, yeah, June's right. You shouldn't be carrying those bills or June's right. What are you doing? Doing, you know what I mean? Nobody ever acknowledges just like they did when he had the dinner with, with the Sopranos. So, this kind of, I feel like he probably had those internal thoughts, but he just kind of brushed it off until this moment. He was like, oh, I know they're doing this. Maybe the execution wasn't there, but maybe it was just like, okay, this makes sense to what Sorry. I think it is. My little nephew. I didn't, I didn't follow that. I mean, I, I didn't follow that. I, I, don't, I think it's just, a, I, think, I think just the execution somewhere didn't line up, but I think that if we were to put the pieces together, it's like, okay, there was a buildup in his internal thoughts. It's like, all right, you already pushed it, really, when you talked about me giving head. You know what I'm saying? To my chick. And we'll get, like, you yeah, know, Mikey. But that being, that being, going from that to jumping to, oh, his, he and his capos are meeting here, and I don't know about it, like, something's, they're plotting against me. It's just, it was a lot. I, I don't agree. I don't know if Again, it, it just seemed like a big leap to take, mm-hmm. especially if we wasted so much time these last two episodes doing all this other frivolous shit. Mm-hmm. Give me more information to show me why Junior would think that. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It may be there. You may have mm-hmm. to play close attention. That's fine. I get yeah. it. Yeah. However, I would have liked that to be more on front street, especially since that's the main theme wrapping up the last couple of episodes. Okay. No, I'm with every, you. I, every, I totally every season, agree. that's what it is. Is like who's trying to kill or hurt Tony's family. And if this one is going to be that, I feel like we should have dedicated just some more time. Mm-hmm. Other than you and I have to sit here and be like all the stuff that you just said. And mm-hmm. this, that, like, uh, like, give me some obvious reasons as to why Junior would think this. I just don't think that we had those. I agree. I, 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 it, it, Unless there's just some kind of connection that Junior and I, we can move on, but Junior and Livia have always had where she she can always lay the breadcrumbs maybe back in the day or something with Johnny Boy, and he always was able to do that. But even then, we still don't get that history in the yep, chemistry. Still don't get, so, still don't get. yeah. Do you think they do better in the future seasons, though? Yeah. With, yeah. Okay. They learned, they learned him, but yeah, this one didn't work. Okay. Uh, It wasn't bad. It just didn't work for me. Um, Tony and the family are eating at the table. Uncle Jimmy comes to visit. Really obvious in his motives. You can tell oh. that he's working for the police. Tony picks up on it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you get from this? 
did this make you think, oh, this is the dude and not pussy? Or did you think, oh, man, there's a couple of snitches? Once you realize that something was off about Jimmy, what did that make you think about pussy? What? I didn't. I At this moment, because they don't bring in question that Big P ain't, ain't a snitch at this moment. They just saying like, oh, Jimmy's definitely I'm saying that. for you, though. Oh, for me, as at this viewer, moment, as the viewer, you looking at this like, okay, if it's him, then it can't be pussy. Or is it both of them? Or is it I was, big I ring was, already? I'm hoping at this moment, I'm like, I know Jimmy is. I'm hoping Big P ain't. I'm not okay. discounting Big P. I just, I'm no for sure. I'm like, oh, Jimmy definitely, because he's he giving it up, Paul's raw dog. Like, he just dropping, oh, yeah, you remember with the Colombians? Oh, yeah, and then when we made the bus. What are you do with the Colombian money, Bro, Tony? Bro, i like, you think oh, Tony God, is that house, stupid? Buddy. He's the boss, <laughs> and you think he that stupid? Come on, yeah. dog. He wasn't even That's smooth nice. about it. Like, man, so what are you going to do about, uh, I'm like, what and it's fuck. Tony was so smooth. He's like, man, you look good. I only been gone for a few days. Then he was like, man, you're a lucky guy, Jimmy, for them to catch you on what they caught you on, but you were able to get out. He kind of, like, pushed the ball back in this court. But Jimmy, I think it's probably uh, the mentality of some of the wise guys of being so confident that you think nobody's catching on to your shuck. Everybody's going to buy your finesse. And you don't realize Tony's on to you, bro. Really? I didn't take it that way. I took it he was desperate and he knew that Tony was on to him. It's just a hell fucking Mary, bro. I know I'm going to get killed. This is like very slim pickings that I get this shit to happen. But just like the other guy said, he got family. He's vulnerable. They got me into this situation. I'm trying to do whatever I can to get out of it. That's what I saw. I just saw somebody that felt like they would could fool Tony. I saw somebody who was in distress and letting Tony know, like, look, man, they got me, bro. I, I ain't even trying to be I ain't even trying to be slick with it, my nigga. Like. If you don't pick up on this, you don't deserve to be boss, but they got me and do whatever you need to from here. See, I don't think that because Jimmy's character does. He's not a he didn't really switch from where he his demeanor. I don't think he was there. I think that there was a deal laid on these theories, but I think there was a deal laid on the table. It was like, if you can bring in Tony, we can get you this. But if you, I mean, the other guys are small guys, obviously, you know, if you do this, you probably get a smaller sentence, but if you can bring in Tony, so he goes to the top dog, then he says, I got to go make my runs. Imagine if he going to make them runs, he's going to probably be talking like, yeah, so what about the, uh, you know what I mean? So I, I, sure, that probably, there could be some desperation, but I think more along the lines of there was a deal offered and it's like, you need to, if you can get Tony, because he don't have a relationship with Junior. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you can get Tony, we can get this on your sentence. Yes, I agree with that. I just don't think that he thought that Tony was fooled. He knew Tony was on to him. Like, know. bro, you're not coming well, in here pulling no games. Like, this is a Hail Mary. You don't think I'm that about it was, to get killed. Like, no. Nah. You don't think it was more along the lines of not necessarily Jimmy Tony owning me or just Tony. Oh, Tony ain't. He just Tony's just not. He's he's not going to say anything because that's how he moved. No. Absolutely not. I see, because the the later down the road, the way he's acting and navigating, you Jimmy? know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, that dude's ass. He's a he's a. But but I'm saying, like later down the road, when we see what we you know what transpires later, he still was just like keeping it mad regular. Like he had, you know, what I mean, he had no idea. So I don't think it was really that. I think that he may have looked like, oh, this is a waste of time more so than, oh, he's he's on to me. That's why I think I Maybe. don't think he because he's so I think he to me, Jimmy comes off so arrogant. I don't like I don't remember when he was talking about man, Junior's the boss. Man, yeah, man, that's your uncle, man. 
Like, go talk to him. Like, I think he's just so arrogant that he ain't even looking at it like, oh, he's on to me more so than like, all right, I'm wasting my time. Let me keep it moving. Interesting. I think it's like Jimmy's a dipshit. <laughs> I mean, he's that he's tough. Like, <laughs> like, I just think that he knows and like, I'm out here. Will be, however it happens to me, it's got to happen. Either I'm going to jail or I'm going to get off of snitching on Tony or they're going to kill me. Mm. I don't think that he's arrogant enough to think that people are not on to him. I don't think that. They mm. may be. Okay. All right. Lastly, after the whole Tony Jimmy situation, Tony tells Hill, deep sigh of relief. I don't think it's Tony. I don't think it's pussy. I think it's Jimmy's fat snitching ass. He -hmm. got the people mixed up. Bacazian's gone. He jumped off a bridge, so we can't confirm it. This is my friend. This feels better to do. It feels like Jimmy should be the guy, so it's Jimmy. Mm Mm-hmm. But they worry that Polly has already killed Pussy. Polly comes in, he questions him. Polly says, No, I didn't do it. And everybody has this deep sigh of relief because they think that Pussy's not snitching and they have dodged a bullet. Mo. Mm. Rough. This is a rough moment. Um, an interesting thing. Here's some bars here. Tony is thinking that the feds got their wires crossed <laughs> but what i think is interesting is like he said like, oh it's two fat italians with black hair but my thing is when they got paperwork and fingerprints bumping cero and gotieri there's no confusion when you look at paperwork when you look at their last names sure i know they always talk about the, the stereotype italians all got last names with a they all end with a vowel have you ever heard that before yeah, I heard that before. Okay. I've heard that before. Um, but like I'm like, I don't think that's a mix up. And and then I think that it's a Paulie being late, he was late the first time when he met with him at the bottom being quietly, where he was like, it was traffic. Then he was late again. Uh which is an interesting character trait. Like I don't know if Paulie just like a last minute dude or whatever that is, but um I'm not I think First time around, maybe I was convinced, maybe first time around. Maybe. Not at the moment before we talked about with Jimmy, but at this moment, maybe I was because I was riding the emotion of Tony. Uh watching it now, I mean I guess it ain't really fair because you know we know all, but I I still don't think do you think Tony fully discounted it here? That's probably my bigger question. Even though he's saying nah, I think he wanted to emotionally, but he still didn't believe. He was happy paranoia. Is it smarts? Is it being a bought? What feel? Yeah, it's just like feel. That feel that Tony says he has. What do people say that he has for what they do? Like it's the same shit that you would credit LeBron James or Kobe or any one of those greats in sports. Like Tony has that feel for the game, but he's trying to deny it. He's trying to fight against himself for that feel that he has. It is pussy, bro. It might be Jimmy too, but it's definitely pussy as well. Wow. Okay. All right. That was it, man. Tony stares out at the goddamn bridge uh, you over Brooklyn. The whole part, brother. What part? Mikey and his wife. Oh my god! Yeah, it's don't don't do Mikey Mikey's, that way because me and you are, we both rock with Mikey. Mikey. I don't know. Not after this, man. Not, not after. Oh, oh you're I, like this spot right here. Nah, I I ain't like how he was treating this woman for no reason. Man. Nah, he was. I, 
Go go! Losing. I want you to go. Shit, man. I want she you to go check. Like go that. check out our IG. I know you don't get on there a little bit. Go check out our IG. I just did a clip with this. <laughs> Real losing stuff, treating your girl like that. Man. Yeah, but, you know what? I actually got a response. I think this guy. He's an older gentleman. He's an Italian, but he was like, I really didn't like. Like I made a like a a video on it, like on a sitcom way or whatever. But like he was like, I really like how he was. Uh, I didn't think it represented Italian because I was disgusting. like, understandable. It was disgusting. Bro. It was uh, disgusting. It, uh, it was. Yeah, that's Mikey's character, and he's he's gloating. We mm-hmm. as the viewers get the news in this scene that the button has been pushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Junior is now actively trying to take out Tony Sopranos. That's what these last couple of episodes will consist of. Mm-hmm. I already spoke about my disdain as to how he got to I gotta kill Junior Sopranos. I mean, Tony Soprano, mm-hmm. but that's not for this episode. We'll talk about that as the season matures on. Mm-hmm. That uh, being said, he's got to that decision. Mo, mm-hmm. what do you think about him pulling the, pushing the forward button on killing Tony? Um, Mikey's so happy about it, too. A, a guy, um, there's a guy on IG. He know who he is. I can't remember your profile name, but he's he's Italian. He hit us up um on our good earner ig he told me he's like it may seem like basically it may seem like uh uncle junior was way out of pocket but actually that's really how it works when he was joking about him coming at the boss like that about him you know as 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 mikey puts it cunt lapping when he was coming at him that way when he was playing golf that that that's enough to get you off he told me he's like no that's how it worked for real i was like oh yeah Unless you're so, Tony Soprano. Well, but 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 we just talking about like the mob. So when he was telling me that, he's like, oh, absolutely. I was like, wow, for yeah, real. Of course, he's right. Yeah. So yeah, so then when we get here, it's like, actually, I gave you grace already. That's why even when he was saying with Olivia, now we don't agree with how he put it together, but he already had reason enough from that moment. So it's like when he put it together, it's like, Olivia, I, I can't. See, I that's got- why Junior is a bitch ass nigga. Say that then. Say, Say it's because you was fucking with me about eating pussy and poker and I don't like it and you disrespected me. And don't try more, to but, act but, like, oh, they're having meetings here. Oh, man, there's this big conspiracy to kill me because I'm Junior Soprano. That's it, part of the problem why people don't respect Junior. And that's the character that he has. What like viewers it's not don't that they're trying to him. kill him, though. It's that, that don't fuck. It is that they're trying to kill him. No, it's that they you're trying to. Tony you're Day. undermining my authority. This is you said. Then, then address me for undermining your authority, not for secret meetings at the Grove. That's that's what it is, though. That that's undermining authority real. by you having secret meetings, operating as acting. You don't boss. know what's going on at that meeting, though. You mad at me because I joked on you for eating pussy. But but say that. But Be that's a boss and say that. That's why Junior. It ain't just respect. But, but but it ain't it ain't just that though. Like Junior <laughs> is he <laughs> is really and I don't like Junior. Like I'm not a Junior fan, but he is within his right because it's like oh they have meetings, not meeting meetings. Why are you having them here? You can have them at the uh, at Saxtry House. You can have them at the Bing. I was at the Bing. Why are you having them at Green Grove? And then you yeah. start to find out oh Junior comes here all the time. We got to move our meetings. So it's like okay so. And then you got to, oh, wait, I just said that. So you start to, so Junior's putting it together. It's like, it's not just, oh, because you got on me for cunt lapping, but it's also because you're undermining me as boss and you know how it works. However, all of those things are overzealous because of the cunt lapping comments. 
You wouldn't even be looking at it like that if you weren't already mad because I was joking on you for that. None of those reasons standing individually are something that you would be like, let me kill my nephew for this. However, if I'm already butthurting at my feelings and I'm looking way too intensely at these things that you're speaking of, yeah, let's get But what about first. the what about the Christopher thing though? When your nephew robbed my you already killed you already killed uh your boy for that. Yeah, but but that's it. I, I, but I we, gave we great, but I but but it's both of them though. I gave well, but you I already gave, you already made your decision and did the kill for that. You can't double back and say, I'm mad about that now okay but that's it's the like, part about being a boss and that's okay why so then this but he's respect. but he but he's in his right though you you i'm not I, saying that he's not in his right i'm saying he's overstepping he's using it incorrectly which is why he don't get any respect i don't I, i'm not grading him on if he should or should not kill tony i'm grading him on why he doesn't get the respect and when he oh, was supposed I mean, to be put up yeah. for that position, why people don't fuck with him, yeah. it's because of this. Mm -hmm. You go about it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Like Tony demands his respect. Mm -hmm. Like the guy said about Tony, that's a great thing in the scenario here. Mm -hmm. You always know where you, you stand, stand with Tony. Yep. Right. With Junior, I have no fucking clue where I stand. Mm -hmm. Because you let me get these jokes off about you eating pussy and you act like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But now you got all of these conspiracy theories about what I'm supposedly doing uh, here and you want to kill me. <laughs> ah, it don't work that way. That's why you don't get no respect. That's why you're not Tony Soprano. I think like you I, got like I, I think they do a great job in showing in this like, bro, the call to action, I'm Tony Soprano, like you gotta deal with me. Mm -hmm. Junior likes to manipulate, be all slimy, go talk to Lydia. Like, nah, bro, you're a gangster. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. Put your nuts on the table and let's figure this shit out. Otherwise, you seem like a sleazy, slimy slime bag. And that's why niggas don't respect you. I just don't think he has the leadership quality. I think he's a beta. And, and, and he's a sleaze ball. He can't what? call. He can't. He don't got the testicular fortitude to be like, hey, bro, you can't talk to me like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's a beta. I don't know what that is. Beta. Beta is more <laughs> passive. Alpha. Okay. Is more of that's the, fine, the, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. He's that, more of a, that's not what their that position calls for. That, that, that's that's what the I'm saying. reason that he has exactly. problems because he's a beta. Like that's what I'm saying. Tony's so a don't alpha. try to act like him trying to act like I'm this smart yeah. motherfucker and I done mm -hmm. figured this shit out. Yeah. All y'all trying to do uh conspire against me. Nah, you just a beta. You don't want to call a nigga out when your feelings were hurt. Yeah. And all you're acting off of now is your feelings being hurt, not because you figured some shit out. Your mm -hmm. feelings are still hurt because I was joking on you. Mm -hmm. So say that. Say I killed this nigga because my feelings were hurt oh, and I was joking on you. And That's the point that I'm this making. guy <laughs> with the 2023 people. But yeah. I get I get what you're saying. I, I I'm I'm I absolutely agree with you on he he doesn't have the makings of a varsity athlete. Like clearly, no, like we know that. But I think it it is the like you said the, the it's the beta thing. Tony's an alpha. He he doesn't move the needle like that and he, his time is passed he got put in position after he's carl malone on the lakers yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah um but with that being said and then we get like you said the tony briggs nice view which, sports pool from you mo hey man you know I, hey i told you you'd be surprised it's the last time you watch sports when carl that's malone hilarious oh four for real 2004 <laughs> that's crazy uh 
but yeah, that's our episode. I, I, if y'all know, I talked about it before, foreshadowing of the Briggs view, and now we we get the that that was the reveal is that McKayson was going to off himself. Um, but at the end of each episode, we like to leave y'all with a ranking. So the first thing we like to do is we like to rank this episode uh, from three tiers. We got a made. Is it a made episode? Untouchable. Is it a good earner? It's pretty good, or is it just another envelope? It's it's cool. It's just another another envelope. Whole lot right. of kicking the can down the road. Kicking the can setups, um, you think, maybe? Or? Yeah, a lot of setup. It's a good setup for the last two episodes, but yeah, it's just another envelope for me. Okay. Yeah, I go just another envelope. And I know y'all gonna dog me because I said uh, a hit is a hit is a, a good earner episode, but hey, it is what it is. I, I got to for just for black reasons. That's enough. That's crazy. That's enough. Black reasons. Okay. Uh but yeah, just another envelope. Um Broken Balls Award. Who took the biggest L of this episode? Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. The biggest L of this episode was pussy. Mm, why? Um, reputation is all you got in this game, man. His mm-hmm. reputation definitely took a stain. Whether they thought he did it or not, they continuously, mm-hmm. as we see, are going to be looking at him like, is he? Is he not? You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what about for you? Uh, I'm gonna say Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, uh Big P. He still got a chance. I mean, we we know all of whatever, but but Jimmy he, he get he he didn't do it at all. He took the biggest L hands down. Like you you are you're a target at this point. So um definitely Jimmy. And lastly, you could pick all three or one. Your favorite moment, the flyest moment, or the funniest moment to you. Hmm. Favorite, flyest, or funniest moment. This episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I can go first if you need me to. Okay, go ahead. Funniest moment, I'm gonna go with AJ. Uh when his <laughs> when his dad told him to <laughs> open the door. And he's like, I'm eating. <laughs> he was like, it's gonna be hard to eat when you ain't got no teeth in your mouth. So that was that was the funny. I didn't highlight that, that in the moment, but that was the funniest moment. Um, flyest moment, I think, uh, Paulie pulling up on Big P with the Godfather horn. Like, the fact that you put money into somebody installing that is nuts. That's fly. That's funny, yeah. uh, and my favorite moment is um, when Tony met Seal, and he and Seal is making a great argument about McKayzian being in debt and him saying, remember Gravano? And then, like, how quickly it was like, ooh. Like, I feel like the Band-Aid was ripped off. So, uh, yeah. That was my moments right there. What about you, Spike? My funniest moment would be the end, uh, the whole situation with Mikey and his wife. <laughs> she was, so, <laughs> was you the she stupid was so one I met you? With that nigga. Yeah, he was like just as dismissive. Fact, it was like the super toxic relationship. Yes, so that was funny to me. Yeah, was you the stupid one I met you was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. Okay, fun. That was funny and all of that. All of that. Okay, that's cool. Um, well, this is another episode we reviewed. Nobody knows nothing. Anything. Um, y'all can find us on Instagram, uh, good earner pod underscore sopranos. Y'all can hit us up, good earner pod at gmail.com for any uh questions or whatnot. We're coming up, we're wrapping up the show here, the first season, real soon. Uh, and then we'll do a, a, a overall arching uh finale view of the whole uh season, and then we'll take a little bit of time off. But we still got a few episodes left. Uh, Spike, anything you want to leave him with before we get out of here? No, man. Can't wait to wrap up this first season and give you the final thoughts on it. This has been a good 
earners episode and don't forget don't forget about it